of Santa Fe Brewing Company at the Green Jeans Farmery. You're listening to 10 Drink Minimum with Chris, Billy, Michael, and Smiley. Welcome to 10 Drink Minimum. My name is Chris. I am the host, and welcome to Beer School. Yes. I'm so excited to learn. Are you? When they so said, when they were like, when they said they were beer like, class. Uh, they were like, will you, will you uh, host beer class at uh, beer school at, at uh, the Green Jeans Farmery? First thing I thought of was like, beer school? That sounds like a bad, like, 80s movie you might watch on Cinemax. But see, it's also on a, a class. <laughs> on a Friday. You're like, there's really nothing on, but I might see some nudity, so. <laughs> but it's also a class we're all going to get an A in. Yeah. I think. So, I yeah. We'll see. So Santa Fe Brewing asked us to come in and, uh, and host beer school here at the uh, Santa Fe Brewing tap room at the Green Jeans Farmery. It's a lot of, lot of words to say. Um, and we have uh, on the mic right now, we have Monica Mondragon. Hello. Did I say that right? Yeah. I feel okay. like, I, I, feel like I said that terribly wrong. No, that's okay. Uh, we also have Alana. Hello. Ooh, Alana. <laughs> I like that name. You said that right. There are and the lovely Alana. So <laughs> they're here to teach us all about beer. And it's one of my favorite subjects of all time, I would say. I've been a big fan since I was a young lad. I know that's illegal, but <laughs> sometimes that's how things go, right? Indeed. So my, my, I, guess, uh, I guess we'll start out. I, I guess you guys are going to tell us. How, like, first of all, how is beer made? I mean, I drink it all the time, and, you know, I have ideas in my head of how I think it's made. <laughs> and I tried to watch how it's made, and they didn't show me. So how is beer exactly made? Okay. it's a big question. It's <laughs> a big yeah. question. Um, so you picture, like, a, a witch over her okay. cauldron. Okay. And, and honestly, I believe i've done a lot of research i believe that image comes from women who brewed and it was actually women who brewed throughout um a lot of history in europe and and like they found recipes back to the ancient egyptians they've actually made a recipe well yeah we've we've been brewing for a long time as a people but um but that image of of a woman, you know, wearing a pointy hat and okay. having the broomstick and and the cat to keep the mice away from her grain, it's a brewster. It's a it's a female brewer. Okay. Um, so okay. so it's literally like concocting something over over a pot. You're putting in grains, spices. In our case, it's hops, but it yeah. used to be all sorts of spices. You know. Psychoactive things, whatever. They always talk about like the cow. They're like, you know, who was the first person that was like, you know, I think I could drink the stuff that comes out of that. <laughs> mm-hmm. What do you think the first person was like? I should ferment this stuff and drink it. What do you think that? Is? I don't know. Well, people always say that it's <laughs> that it was probably a, a happy accident. Yeah. You know, that yeah. something went bad, and that you know, wild yeast just took hold of a batch of. Uh, you know, bread dough or something and, and yogurt, whatever. And, and it just became alcoholic. And they were like, let's try to do that again. Yeah. Yeah. I like to think of it as like a, a dare. Like somebody was like, that's really bad. No, you do it. <laughs> that you smells drink terrible. It. Drink that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I dare you to. I guess that's all kids right there, huh? <laughs> I dare you to drink this. I'll give you a dollar. Yeah. But these days we definitely take it to a higher level than, uh, 
you know, witch over a cauldron. Yeah. And very, very sterile, too. I did a homebrew once, and it was like, just oh, cleaning yeah. everything, doing everything, how scientific it can be. Yeah. yeah. I was like, man, how do they do this on a large scale sometimes? Well, they say that uh, 90% of brewing is cleaning. Really? Yes. Because it's so important. Uh, wild yeast and bacteria is everywhere on everything. And if you don't have everything totally sterilized, yeah. your beer will taste bad. Oh, yeah. that's what's going on with some people. <laughs> <laughs> Budweiser, clean your shit up. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Sorry. So clean it up. Just kidding. <laughs> that's what I was know. So what is the, what is the process? Because I did it one time and it really shocked me how close it was to kind of like making tea in a way. You okay. Know? Yeah. So the first thing that you want to do is you want to get sugar for your yeast to eat. Mm -hmm. So what we use is malt for the most part. Okay. Um, and you roast, you kiln malt so that the sugar caramelizes in there. You get enzymes and, and then you add hot water. Let it steep like yeah, tea. Like tea, yeah. And and you get you get all those sugars out and then you uh boil it and add hops. And this is the real simplified version, just yeah. letting you all know there's a <laughs> yeah, lot more yeah. that goes yeah. into it, but Well, I didn't want to be um, like in hour number three we'll be going into <laughs> No. Uh and the then canning yeah, process. You boil and you add hops for bitterness and aroma and flavor and and then and then you um, cool it down, mm -hmm. and you add yeast, and the yeast does the rest. Wow, that's a very short version. Okay, yeah. that's interesting. Yeah. And so, okay, so have you ever brewed like homebrew? Has anybody ever? Either one of you guys ever done that? Oh yes. Did Did you ever have a batch that you were like excited about, and it turned out just terribly? Yeah. I broke the carboy on mine. I was oh. so mad. I never <laughs> brewed again. Really? I worked so hard on it. It was such a big deal for me. And then and then the carboy dropped and broke, and the beer went all over my garage. And I was like, <laughs> fuck this. Yeah. Never doing this again. Yeah. I'm never going to do this again. <laughs> so I just I just judge other people's beer now. Yeah. I hate it when you have to, <laughs> Much go, to, better. Like you have to go to someone's house to drink their homebrew, and it's terrible. And you're like, yeah, yeah this, is, uh, this is pretty. This, this is, awesome. is uh, so yeah. good. Awesome. It's nice. the rare person who wants Great. honest No, no, I've got to drive home. Too. I'll not have another. <laughs> <laughs> Those are pretty potent, guy. Well, I yeah, <laughs> exactly. I brewed with mine with a friend, and then I never, we ended up like falling out of our friendship, so I never, ever got to try what we made. So I'm uh. like, I'm still like curious on what the heck it was we made. Like an amazing brewer. I'm, and you have I know, no idea. and I have no idea. I'm like, I could be this magical brewer that did amazing <laughs> my first time out, and now it's completely screwed. Right. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. So, Alana, you actually are a judge at the Great American Beer Festival? I am. You are. Okay, so that that's the only thing I wanted to ask. Right? I'm just kidding. So, I've never been. I've always wanted You've to go. You've never been? No, I know. I know. Oh, my Denver? goodness. We have, we have a, like a hate, love-hate relationship with Denver. Because I don't yeah. really... I, because Denver doesn't really... They, first, they stole green chili. Um, <laughs> but they didn't... I mean, they didn't. The they don't. market no. is just yeah. ridiculous. They don't have... I mean, what food What what food is indigenous to Colorado? The, the Denver omelet? I mean, how many of those Eggs. can you have? <laughs> Rocking out oysters. Okay. That's not good. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Get, pack in the car. Let's go. <laughs> We're going to get some... So, my question is this, is like... You're gonna you're gonna kind of tell us, and we're gonna you know sit here and try to figure this out. How how do we how do I drink beer the correct way? 
Not like I'm just. <laughs> okay, there's no incorrect way to drink beer. I like first that answer. Yes. Um, but sensory analysis is is something uh, that you have to train yourself on. Okay. It's a learned skill, and anyone can learn it. And I think it's I think it's a I'm really passionate about it. I think it's yeah. a really cool thing to be able Definitely. to pick out different flavors in your beer and and know where they came from. But I also want to. I always do like a full disclosure, you know, warning that. It may ruin some of your favorite beers for you. Really? Yes. Yes. Ah, oh, damn it, PBR. <laughs> Gone. So, when you're saying pick out flavors, um, it's kind of like when someone eats, they're like, oh, is there a little the cinnamon in there? That was cinnamon, wasn't it? Is mm-hmm. it kind of like that? It's I mean, absolutely yes. like that. Except that you're, you're not only thinking about the actual flavor, but yeah. usually the technique or ingredient that's associated with it. Okay. So, do you judge? How do you judge all those beers and not just get wasted? Um, I mean, you spit it out, right? <laughs> I get so wasted. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. Yeah, this is so inner. Well, that's the water fountain. You're like, yeah, it wins. Do you think at the very end you're at, you're actually like somebody has an advantage of being the last mm. person you taste? Because like, oh man, I'm kind of buzzed. This is actually yeah. really tasty. But you spit. You like spit the beer out. Oh, absolutely not. Yeah. No. 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 That's, those are wine people that do that. Yeah. We, so yeah. So nice, nice festival in Berlin. Wine people took right. that away from you. Yeah. Boom. Boom. Um, <laughs> so actually, actually, uh, you have to swallow beer in order to get the full sense of okay. bitterness. Yep. Okay. Because you, your tongue senses bitterness in the back of your throat, so you have to swallow. Really? <laughs> I like what you're saying here. <laughs> so, but I mean, it's like Billy said, like if you get to the last person and you're like, this is the best Pilsner I've ever had. I mean, you, you, do you get a little... Well, for for the Great American Beer Festival especially, they really select judges carefully. Um, How many beers can you drink? Well, (laughs) you know they're seasoned people when they're they're showing up there. And they also, um, uh, you take small sips of every beer and you're really, you're, most of tasting beer is honestly your sense of smell. Yeah. And so you're relying a lot on smelling it. And then, sure, taste and mouthfeel, you're, you're, having that as well but you're not like drinking beers you're yeah. very small taste it's like it's like it's like a certified version of the century club uh-huh <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. okay does someone here not know what the century clubs where you drink like a hundred shots I of do. beer yeah. i do yeah. know everybody's yeah, i went to yeah. college <laughs> i love it i love when you say that and someone goes oh that doesn't sound like a lot and you go okay yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm like picturing some YouTube videos I guess yeah. through my head right now. I'm glad century. YouTube was not around when I did the Century Club. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I mean, so it, yeah, okay. So take us through. Like you're going, walking through. Do you just? Okay. I guess you guys get to go through whenever everyone else isn't there. Right. So, yeah, so we're grouped at, at tables and everything is totally blind. So you're not having bias about, oh, oh I okay. like that brewery or this is my favorite beer or I hate that beer. And um, totally blind and everyone is very professional and and um, and you take notes on everything. Yeah. Because it's amazing how much bias plays a big part. Like someone will sit here and taste a beer and be like, oh, I taste Fruit Loops. And then you'll be like, 
oh my god! I want some Fruit Loops. Tastes like Fruit Loops, and and That's and you beer. never would have thought of that on your own. Maybe you have different perceptions. So everyone takes notes and forms their own opinions, and then we share and we eliminate beers and we discuss and. and oh, you so there is inter discussion between oh, the yeah. judges. Oh yes, and, and occasionally there are heated heated discussions. discussions. Yeah. Really. Occasionally, but oh, usually... Oh, yeah? You're the reason Miller Lite won. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. Um, you have no but, taste buds. But really, what you're, what you're looking at um, is a handful of things. Aroma, yeah. appearance, flavor, mouthfeel, and then your overall impression. Do you like it? How do all these things work together? Do they reflect... And, and you know, something that's weird about, about beer judging that's mm-hmm. different from just drinking is... You are judging according to a, a very particular style, oh. and like if it's a pilsner, you're like, is this right? Is pil- this the perfect pilsner? But how do you but you're not really that, asking though? yourself like, is this an amazing beer? You're yeah. asking yourself, is this the perfect pilsner? Right. So when you say like appearance, is is there sometimes like a conflicting like? This observation is, yeah. is it like you know this is the best pills I've ever had it just doesn't look good absolutely right, really? yes. okay. although appearance honestly factors in the least yes really yeah oh yeah okay. I'm oh but but it matter it matters but it's not you're not gonna like well if you have a lot of beers the appearance doesn't matter anyway right it's like it looks pretty it's pretty pretty hot it's pretty hot beer right mm, I'm gonna take this beer home with me <laughs> after a little while. You know, that's, uh, I've, I've had that happen. Like, this is a really sexy lager, oh, you know, just by looking it's how brown, clear but and bright it is. And yeah. So. It's like, I like this lager, but it's just, you know, it's the clarity's not there. So I'm just going to leave you at home. Yeah. I'm going to leave you at the bar. I'll, I'll take you out tonight, but I'll not call you again tomorrow. Um, so what was the question I had in my head before we went on that craziness? Um, so, is there like, do you have to stay away from the beers that you know you work for, you know Santa Fe Brewing? Do you have to stay away and not judge those? Yes. Yeah. How do they figure that out? Um, their logistical team is amazing. I saw a video of. <laughs> they don't drink. <laughs> they must not. It's crazy. <laughs> they have a warehouse that's filled with thousands of beers. I think they had almost 7,000 beers entered, and they're all just buzzing around, organizing these 7,000 beers that people have, like, stickers on. Yeah. And getting them to the right tables and making sure that people who work at breweries don't judge their own beers. Okay. I mean, it, it's, a, it's impressive. Because the yeah, there's got to be a lot of amazing. judges how that many, are... How many judges are there? Yeah. Um, I think there are about 200. Okay. Oh, Doesn't damn. it go up every year? Yeah, it goes up every year because there are more and more breweries every year. It's, it's wild. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you benchmark? Like, if they're like, they tell you, you know, the way that you're, you're going to give this ribbon for the, the you know, the, the Pilsner is you need to make sure that whatever beer is the closest to the Pilsner as possible. How do you... I mean, completely where, make it up. Really? <laughs> So no, my it's mind actually, just exploded. It's actually really interesting. Um, we, well, we, they, uh, <laughs> they take uh, a lot of historical. I mean, beer, like you said, beers. People have been brewing beer since ancient Egypt, yeah. and so they take a lot of the historical styles that have, you know, established boundaries, like um, 
they have a certain amount of alcohol. You expect a pilsner to yeah. be this color and have this alcohol content and this amount of bitterness, and and then they make it like hard and fast rules. And really, um, is and there like guidelines? Like they, they actually hand yep. you like okay, oh yeah. Because I always wonder like how skewed it can get like away from what a pilsner was to now what people think a pilsner is. Yeah, you know, just on you know taste, people's taste change. You know, I right. don't know. Well, and and. It's amazing when people win those awards and, mm-hmm. and brew, like, they nail it, that beer to that style. But uh, part of what's amazing about our American craft industry mm-hmm. is, like, we kind of make things up as we go along and we okay. and we think outside of the box. And we've, we've kind of taken all these European styles and yeah. torn them down and, and right. mixed them up and... So they've had to actually rewrite the style guidelines several times oh, in the sure. past few years, and I think that's going to continue. And and you know we're going to taste a beer later today that is a mishmash of styles, okay. and it, we would never probably win an award for it because it just doesn't fit right. into a style guideline. Right. But it's amazing. That's but cool. it was and fun to make. Like, I mean, so you have like categories. I'm, there's categories being made a lot, a lot of times. So I would, you, I would think the best way to win actually a medal or award is to be that most obscure beer. Yeah. Like, say, like, I guess chocolate beer. I'm sorry, Working coffee beer. Working the system over there. Yeah. Well, what's, well, we've talked to people, and they're like, oh, you won an award. Yeah, I, I picked the category that was, like, the least amount of people, and I made a really amazing beer. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, okay, cool, good idea. So what is, with that, what is the hardest, what is the category? What is oh, like it's the, IPA. Absolutely. That's what I yeah. thought it was. Yeah. Um, IPA, you know? yeah. Definitely. It's like the, yeah. If you win the IPA, you're like throwing the finger on stage, like yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I guess know. so. Well, yeah. it definitely, it definitely. If you're has like that, the well, most entries. Of I'm any. not saying I'm oh, like yeah. that. It's, but, a, yeah. it's a most competitive category yeah. by far, but yeah. Um, As of right now, I think sours are really sours, yeah, sours, are, catching are, up. sours up. are catching up. Sours so. are really coming sours, on. Yeah, mm-hmm. they are very interesting to me. I haven't caught onto them like liking them wise, but they are definitely catching on, and I'm seeing them more. And I found a couple that I've actually liked. But one question I did have is that Chris was saying that by the last beer you judge. You are like, all right, this is the greatest beer. Or this is, I would think. <laughs> this is the greatest beer. And also <laughs> you're like, I'm so tired of beer. I'm like, this isn't going to win at all. Like, it's. Do you right. think like they have a better chance in the middle, or do you have a because of the taste you have are so small? Do you have a, like a good judgment over the entire like span? Um, I would think the last beer I ever had was the best beer. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh sometimes it's the first. <laughs> like, Chris yeah. like, what is this? Oh, it's Billy. You're drinking out of the water fountain. It's like, oh, shit. Winner. Right. Winner. Gold medal IPA. Gold medal IPA. I've been to tastings. Yeah. That's not beer tastings, but I've just, I mean, in general, beer tastings. And you kind of forget the first one, but yeah. you can't stand the last one because it's just like, oh, my God, another beer. Right. So, so... They have um, three judges on every flight at Great American Beer Festival, okay. and each judge mixes up the order in which they taste those beers. So no, so it's you're not all having that last beer last. Right. Okay. You mix it up, so that helps. I think. See, that's interesting. Have the perspective, and these are highly trained people yeah. who are well, not who they know they may have that bias. Right. So they go back and they mix it up, and you really got to. It's also I, separated by. Style category. Okay. So, yeah. like, so, she's not judging all 7,000 no, beers. Yeah. Right, right. Oh, that's understood. <laughs> I know what you guys by That would definitely, yeah, that would definitely create a, a huge yeah. palate fatigue this situation. Is, but, this, uh, yeah. This is a weird correlation. So, when I was in high school, I was in FFA. 
and we did judging. And everything that you're saying is everything that we did. But mm-hmm. instead of like beer, it was like cattle. Mm-hmm. Like you would have your four, and then you were like, you know, I, and you would you would give your reasons why you placed them in the order that you did. You would say you like you get a flight. You're like, oh, I like this one first. Then I like because of this. So this, this, I'm and from this. New York, and I have no idea what you're talking okay. about. Okay, <laughs> when you're in high school and in rural New Mexico, there's yeah. a thing called Future Farmers of America. Okay. Yes, and no one ever really knows Everything. what it is unless yeah. you are in Future Farmers of America. Yeah. And what I got you do it. Is, yeah, <laughs> and what you do is is you go to competitions and you judge animals yeah. like you judge beer. So you're like, they're they're nice and. Fat or well, like. there's, 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 it's the same there thing. Specification. You have, you have the you have the the benchmark of uh-huh. what uh, you know a, a Holstein cow needs to be. Right. Right. And then so then you look at the four and you're like, okay, so I pick number one because you know it has the the udder of the cow is you know is strong and she will milk for a while. Her hooks to pins are very wide, so she will have no problem birthing. You know, and it's like this benchmark. <laughs> and but with beer, you're like, I chose this pilsner because it, it you know. It, it, this explains a lot about your love life. Hey, there you <laughs> <know>. <laughs> I'm just saying it reminds me of the same thing where it's like, oh wow. And, and do you guys have to explain it, or do you have to like stand up in, in front of people and say, I chose this beer in this order? Well, we have panels that yeah, yeah. we we have to argue with each other, right. and and we I'll, I'll put forward like I think this beer sucks and yeah. it needs to get out of here, and then someone will say, I really liked that. It had a lot of great. I like Whatever. the aroma. It was fruity yeah. at the aftertaste. Yeah. And then I'll say, so, well, yeah, it had a horrible off thing. flavor. It's the same yeah. thing, yeah. Do you Absolutely. think the ratio, though, as far as people who submit beers, um, is there's way more shitty beers than good ones? Or do you kind of just kind of... I don't know. She I doesn't want to say. I think, that's, I think it's all really relative, actually, yeah. okay. in, that, in that sense. Because um, it's like... Different tastes, you know? Yeah. Exactly. And yes, that's kind of what she was getting beers. at was, like, she might think it's not very good, but somebody else might find something. Somebody else who has poor taste might think it's great. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then, I kidding. didn't say it. <laughs> and when, when, you're, when you're getting into the whole off-flavor situation, some people yeah. are more sensitive to off-flavors than other people are. Yeah. So okay. there's off-flavors she's more sensitive to than I am. Well, there's people so who she are might, vice versa. Yeah, so she is, will probably is, pick is it out before I do. Is there people sensitive to, like, the kind of hops, though? Can you like tell? You think? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So so takes Bert, practice. So Bird's not here, and I want to I want to give a shout out to Bird. Shout because, out to Bird. You know, he's got a baby on the way. Baby. But I wanted to know if that Sam Adams guy really like gets the hops in his face and just oh, like, yeah. rubbing them in like oh like, yeah like the commercial <laughs> yeah very the much commercials so. tell the do you guys whole do that story. the hops come in and you're like oh the hops are in guys and we all run down to the truck you know? I just really it's wish like he would Christmas. do like like a creepy exhale like. <sighs> As he's, he's smelling it, I would love that. I'm not yeah. sure I've ever seen that. I haven't <laughs> seen that. Yeah, but that but would be uh, awesome. that would be pretty great. <laughs> you guys haven't seen that commercial where he's like, he's like, you gotta get him up in your face. Yes, yeah. gotta break yep. him up and yeah. yeah, yeah, you do. See, I'm glad I'm not the only one who saw. <laughs> Are we doing a taste? Oh, they're bringing them out now. We're getting tasters. So, can I? Uh, okay. So when we ta- before we taste these beers, I'd like to know how to do this. Yeah. Okay. What, what is the proper way to drink a beer that if I'm going to judge? Okay. You know, I want, if I'm judging. First things first, you want to smell the beer. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because the smell is the first thing that's going to go away. So you got to get it first. And then you want to look at the beer. Oh, hold it up. 
Empty glasses, terrible. Um, no. <laughs> yeah. So smell the beer, look at the beer, how clear is it, what color is it, what do you smell, and then you want to taste it. And we're talking about flavor and also mouthfeel. Okay. Is it full-bodied? Is it thin? Does it dry your mouth out? Is that it gritty? That's called astringent. You don't want gritty. You do not want gritty. Gritty's that bad. is not good. Yeah, gritty. Um, is gritty, not two things. Is it hot? <laughs> is there high alcohol? Um is it sweet? Is it bitter? So, when when you're doing this though, the beers can't be cold. Well, you don't want them too cold, right. but right. you don't want them too warm. There's right. a there's a a hot spot. Yeah. A yeah, sweet spot rather. A sweet spot. Yeah. A sweet spot. Oh, these yeah. are one one up, one per person. And and yeah. usually when you're judging. They have to oh, pour wow. all of them out, so by the time you get them, they're not always going to be that ice cold <sighs> yeah. temperature. Yeah. yeah. See, okay. Ice down glasses are like the bane Worse. of the brewing yeah. industry. And we'll, and we'll get into this, but my my beginnings with beer was in Bavaria. Ooh. Yeah. Some good wow. beginnings. That's where I started drinking beer. So it was like coming back to America. It was really like a letdown. Yeah, I at can the imagine. Time. At the time. Yeah. Well, now it's you know. Amazing, but um, so you know, so it's interesting to like you know see all this this explosion of, of the brewing industry. Micro brewing, mi- well, micro brewing. Well, yeah, craft oh, beer, craft, craft beer. beer. But craft the, beer. the funny thing between European and I, I, I guess American is the, a lot of European beers are served warm, right? Yes, so that's yes. what I was getting to. Is yes. that sorry, Chris? <laughs> you, like, is that the? Is, I mean, do you have to keep these guys warm, on chill? Hot. Like, it's yeah. hot. Like, well, warm. especially in England, that's yeah. a whole movement. We would but. go. We would go to places, and uh, you're. I mean, you're at. Okay, you're 18 years old. You're at yeah, a, you a, a boys or a kids club, and they have two wooden kegs of beer. They're not, you know, chilled. They yep. just have wooden kegs of beer, and they're on yep. the side, and they have a they have a gravity pour, and you drink hot, warm beer that tastes amazing. Yep. You know, that's 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 Europe. What? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And, and this is America right in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> is this water? Is this water? This is like the... But it's not okay. Budweiser. Palette cleanser. I have to ask that because when I was in Germany, there was beers that were this clear. <laughs> and I was like, what is that? And they're like, that's a Weizen. Just drink it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So before you guys taste, I just want to uh, go over real quick. There are usually only four ingredients in beer. Sometimes people get crazy and add more, but... Okay. Um, it's... Uh, water, malt, hops, and yeast. And those are our four ingredients. And each one of those ingredients imparts such a wide range of flavors. So really, um, the most fun thing about making beer is picking out from that huge range of each of those ingredients and piecing them together and creating something really amazing. so we've done that for you today. We do it every day. <laughs> so what do we have here today? Uh, so today, um, we should probably start with the uh, the lemon, lemon skinnered. Saison. Yeah. The, the lemon saison. It is a saison, but we call it lemon skinnered. This beer we're drinking is not available yes. yet, right? This is a a preview of our next uh, ECS, which means ever changing series, which is going to be available all over New Mexico. Okay. In bombers. And on tap at select locations, <laughs> um, but it's a it's a brainchild of one of our brewers, um, who's a total metalhead, and we love him. So Dave, <laughs> shout out to you. Yeah. Everyone, look up um, Old Dagger. A metalhead was Old like, Dagger I think we need a band. lemon beer. <laughs> I mean, that, 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 that doesn't sound right. 
<laughs> Nothing says like metal and like hardcore like lemon saison. Well, it's lemon skinnered. All right. So this is one we're going to try first, right? Yes. yes. The lightest, mid lightest, or the it dark? says lemon on it. It should oh. say. Oh, I see it. Yes. Riff reading is fundamental. Okay, so remember, smell your beer smell first. Okay. You can even, once all you right. drink it down a little bit, you can give it a swirl so you don't spill all over yourself. And that will release more flavors or aromas. Ooh. Okay, what do you guys smell? What do you taste? What do you feel in your mouth? <laughs> I don't smell anything. You don't smell you anything? You don't smell anything? It's a really strong smell. Wow, women. we need to like work I on you. I know, I'm, I'm terrible. I'd be like, this one sucks too. That'd be at the greater Bad, bad, bad. We all have bad. to train your palate. Everyone right? loses. Hold on. Chris's notes was like, it got me drunk. And that was it. Oh, I actually smell my beers before I drink them all the time. No, yeah, I do the same thing. In general, I smell well, like the lemon, and but I'm usually veer away from them. That's not my favorite. So I usually go for a darker beer, but then I went and tasted it, and it's actually, I'm not a huge fan of really strong IPAs or anywhere. And like, as soon as I smelled it, that's what I thought I was going to get. And that was actually the oh, opposite man. of it what I got. It tastes very different. It tastes really different, but yeah. really, really good. And that's See, the same there are time. certain like ways to describe things that I'm not familiar with. Like, I don't know what malts taste like. I don't know what yeast tastes oh, like. Oh, you really. can taste malt. You can, you know what malt tastes like when you. Like, are you talking about Whoppers candies? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Are you no, talking about no, like no. a mulch? I think it's, I, that's what I don't, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Well, the best thing to do when you start, in my opinion, is to just think of whatever comes to your mind initially. It's, there is a vocabulary that happens with practice, mm -hmm. but I don't think it's ever a wrong answer. Uh, what's the first thing that pops into your mind when you smell it? Hmm. I think, I think well, I expected a lot of lemon. And I didn't, you know, it was, and I don't like lemon. So it actually doesn't have any lemon. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it, okay. <laughs> See, you guys fooled me twice. Yeah. You did the chai way to hell. And well, I love did, chai. Yeah. That had some chai spices. It did, but yeah. it didn't. I was like, oh, this is going to be too rich. I'm going to take a drink and I'm going to be like, ah, mm -hmm. oh. I took a drink and it was like chai gone. Yeah. And I was like, ooh. Yeah. It was nice like and that. dry. So we so. make our beers yeah. like, so that you want to have several of them yeah right? <laughs> and, and it wasn't rich like we're we not came, one and done over here smiley and i you can ask smiley we came over here for the the chai way to hell and the uh the red Irish uh, red launch yeah. and i was like i know i'm gonna like the red the chai i don't know man i you know we'll see and i like the chai more than i like the red the, the and i've had it like uh, at some of the bars downtown because yeah. you guys yeah. have it you know down somewhere yep I, i've had it since a couple times i'm like yeah you got me you got me i would not have tried that if you know and now I'm like every time you, you release a beer, I'm gonna try it like that. Yeah, and especially You're if you bring back the Highland Heath. <laughs> oh, yeah. We miss the Highland Heath. Yeah. We so would actually. It was like it was like uh, people who like follow the McRib. We followed the Highland Heath. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Billy, Billy's like they have it at Sister. I'll be there in a minute. Yeah. As soon as you guys brought out the red again, I had like three growlers. Like I was done. Yep. Yeah. I was ready to go. Oh man. That's, that's fun times. You said that there was no lemon in this one. No, But the actually, funny thing is when I read lemon, then I, that's exactly what I'm thinking of. Yeah. And so right. that's exactly what I was like, oh, yeah, it smells like it smells like lemon. It does, and it's mainly because we use the lemon drop hop, oh, okay. which is a fairly new hop on really? the market in the last couple of years. Um, there's new, there's new hops on the market? There's always new always. interbreedings of hops. Oh, what? my God. Um, yeah. There's no Monsanto in that, is there? <laughs> is there? <laughs> no. It's, oh. um, that's where the, like, at GABF and, yeah. and CBC uh, Crepper's Conference in particular, you can go around and they'll have the whole cone hops of all the new varieties for yeah. you to try. A lot of the hop companies will make a, 
a beer that is a single base beer with all the different hops in it. Wow. So you can taste them and be like, oh, I like this new Marilyn Monroe hop. hop. <laughs> <laughs> really big, you know? Really big in the South Valley. Yeah. Good idea. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> It's really, really big amongst the uh, South Valley <laughs> crowd. Crowd. <laughs> um, that's pretty interesting. I didn't. I had no idea that. That's amazing to know. So, do you go to like these things where they're like, uh, "Let's come try out these new hops that you might want to buy." Does somebody come yeah. up to you? It's like, listen, I got this new hop. <laughs> again, yes. again. We actually do get yes. those visits. Do you we get do. a magazine yeah. that has like all the different hops? And it's like this one's Sugar There's Ray. This one's Forty ounce killer. The Playboy of hops. It would be scratch and smell. Yeah. <laughs> it's got these hairs on them. But people try to totally bring out. But people do out. like breed new hops, and then they have like yes. their, their their little selection. You come and try. Yeah, we yep. send we send Bert, our brewmaster, up uh, nice. to Washington State every year, and um, he smells and. He puts it in his face and he breaks it that. up. He does that weird exhale, yeah. and I'm <laughs> sure. Cuts off, <laughs> cuts off a square. Yeah. Yeah. them together. Yeah. And he's actually yeah. brought some back to the brewery so we can all have the Smell same experience. It. Gross, guys. That's yeah. <laughs> You're freaking me out now. <laughs> all right, Santa Fe Brewing. We, were, we had a good run. I mean, we were good, you know, and you got a little weird. And then we got really strange. <laughs> and, and for those hop heads, though, do you think that there's... There can be too much. I, I know yeah. there it can oh, be. Absolutely. But, yeah. but say those people who are super pretentious, do you cater to those kind of people? Um, no. Yeah. <laughs> we no, we we brew beer that we want to drink. Yeah. And I know a lot of people say that, but it's really true for yeah. us. Um and it makes me want to try the next two beers that are on our plate here because um, they're both IPAs. Okay. And IPA is the thing that everyone goes overboard with. And yeah. People think yeah. they have to be competitive. Oh, the triple and, IPA. The right, quadruple. Right, right. Yeah. You want it to be like the most IPA IBUs and, and super bitter and whatever. And, <laughs> and honestly, um, we care See, so much that. more about like ha- being able to have a couple, um, having like a well-rounded, balanced flavor. So... Um, let's taste the Western Block. Western Block. Western yes. Block. Okay. I almost got this earlier. Okay, so you okay. smell it. What do you smell? What do you smell? I can smell the hops. You Other than garlic, skunky, yeah, you right? Smell. It's skunky. It doesn't yeah, burn. It, it doesn't does burn my nostrils, but see, I like that. I love that. Yeah, you do. <laughs> it, it's a little bit. I don't know. It has a different aroma than most IPAs. It smells like an IPA, but there's a little bit of something else. So this beer is special because um, we actually have a wheat base. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's okay, why. I grew up on a farm, and it smelled a little like wheat because we cut wheat. Uh, I know yeah. She's like, well, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Exactly. Again, again, I'm from yeah. New York City. I like, I cannot. Really it has that she's smell. like, I don't know what okay. you're talking about. When you're standing on a like, when you're standing in the back of a wheat truck, it smells just like that. Does it really? Yes. It's, See, that's yeah. amazing. And that's what that's it popped awesome. in my brain. I was like, wow, that smells like wheat. Yep. And that's exactly right. There's there's wheat and all that hoppy, yeah. you know, bitterness and piney and resinous and yeah. um, all that stuff Ooh. that you expect from an IPA, but it has that really cool wheat base. So just like I was saying, like you say based on smell, um, based off the smell, I didn't think I was going to like it at all. As soon as I tasted it, I'm like, holy cow, wait, this isn't bad at all. Like, no. I'm well, that's really enjoying it. Kind of the beauty of this IPA it's is it's, it has so much aroma. Yeah. But not a ton of bitterness. Yeah. So and when you try other IPAs in Albuquerque, they're very aromatic, 
but they're super bitter. Some, some reds, and some exactly reds are just is, yeah. blast you in the mouth. Yeah. yeah. So, and that's why I really love this beer is you still get the entire aroma profile, but it's not so bitter when you taste it that it's just a nice, clean, uh, refreshing. It is nice. Note on the end. I like that. Um, and then our next beer is our Happy Camper IPA, which is our flagship beer. 80% of our sales or more are, are this particular beer. Um, it took us by surprise, honestly, how really? much people just love this beer. Yeah, I and love so, it. <laughs> so people love IPA, right? But, yeah. but again, we don't go the... You know, knock you over the head, dry hop. Yeah, we don't want to. We don't want to like kill See, your palate with bitterness. We want it to be something that you yeah. take camping and can have a few of. And um, so we take pride in it being really balanced, except like also highlighting the hops. Yeah, uh, I just remember being the first can way. you can actually buy. Yeah, and it was also the first can beer, craft beer in New Mexico. Really? New Mexico, right. yes, the first yeah. one. Yeah. So you guys are the 2010. oldest. You guys are the oldest for people out there in the world. You guys are the oldest oh, brewery in New Mexico. So old, it's yeah. You're the largest <laughs> brewery in New Mexico, and I mean the can is like iconic. You walk in, I mean it, it it jumps out to you when you walk into, you know Walgreens, the liquor department. You're walking through, you're like, oh wow, state of New Mexico flag right there. It's a can, you know. And, you know, I, I would say some New Mexicans take a little pride in their state. You know, they're like, you know, yeah. you, you ask somebody, which New Mexican tattoo do you have? Do you have the, the chili? Do you have the, the Zia? Zia symbol. It's a Zia. Yeah. Duke. Yeah, and then we kind of carried that over into the yeah. black IPA, uh, yeah. which is my favorite can design ever. I think it's the oh, sexiest can design. Oh, the black with silver? Yeah, it's super sexy. Like black and heart. silver. Are you a Raiders like fan? Is that what's going on? <laughs> no, he is. Um, oh, you are New Mexican then. So, <laughs> how... So, Oh, I'm sorry. How far does the camper reach? Like, well, where can you can you buy it? Yeah. What's the farthest like location you can get it in? Let's give that to Soto. He, hey guys, he's the man. Hey guys, uh, I'll let you know. I'm Jason Soto. Um, you can find uh, Santa Fe Brewing products as far east as Louisiana, Missouri, and as far west as Utah and Arizona, and uh, all ten states in between. Oh, shit. really? Nice. Ten states. They drink beer in Utah. What? <laughs> <laughs> My head exploded. Hey, yeah, that's what the gold is for. Just kidding. They have to Actually, I do want to eventually end up like in, say, a CVS in Missouri and see a happy camper. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes. You know, I never know. I had the chance. Like, I was just in Missouri, and um, I, I wish I knew because then I would have had my friend pick up a, a six pack of, of Santa Fe instead of what she got me from Missouri. <laughs> it was all really fruity beers, what she bought. And I'm like, yeah. what are you doing to me? Like, this isn't <laughs> what stuff. What kind of crap is this? Like, what is this? Yeah. I, that, whole, that whole fruity beer, like, there was a you know run when, I don't know, like three or four years ago, people were making them. Like, I went to one brewery here that's no longer around, and they had like 18 different fruity beers. <laughs> And I was like, what yeah. the hell is going on Fruited here? beers are kind of a big thing. I mean, even... Blueberry. Uh, there's a, Not a beer thing. There's a, a, a craft brewing company that just got bought out for a billion dollars. Really? Um, that are basically fruiting all of their basic styles. Why? Everything. You can get watermelon, pineapple... Oh. Tangerine, whatever. Right. <laughs> okay. I don't. I don't hate on fruity beers. No, but I mean, you know. but it has to be done well. Just yeah. like any spice or addition yeah. that you yeah. have, it has to be balanced. What's the What's the weirdest? I mean, when you go to the 
GABF, what is the weirdest like concoction that someone has done that you've seen? You don't have to name who they are. Well, I don't know who they are. That's oh, okay. that's the amazing part about <laughs> yeah. that at all. I wish I did. Um, so yeah, there have been like you know, pink peppercorn, whatever, Weird. lots of like funky ingredients. But honestly, the worst beer that I've ever had was at GABF, and it was um, it was viscous. Do you guys know what what viscous means? No. In beer, yeah, it's like thick. Like sludgy. This my co-judge put a pen in it, mm. and it was a slime that <laughs> oh, <gross. laughs> went the whole way. And so I didn't know. This is so actually a really embarrassing win. story for yeah. me. Like, so there are like a hundred people in a room, or whatever, fifty people in a room, and and everyone is dead silent. Everyone's super serious. They're taking notes. This is a concentrating. You know, this, is, this is the biggest beer yeah. competition and, and, and there's a lot of you know the, in the country and yeah. so people are serious and and everyone's silent taking notes and and i taste this beer and i smelled it i was like oh it's infected i can smell that but wait wait in, did you say it. infected infected, infected yeah. yes and then i so there's a certain kind of bacteria that actually makes the beer thick Ew. Yeah. Ew. And so then I tasted it. <laughs> I might get in trouble with the GABF for, for sharing the story. I don't know. But, no. but I tasted it. And it they was. Don't to the show. And the slime went from. Like, it's. St- it, there was a string. There was a yeah. string. Oh, and, uh, oh, gross. I, and I gagged. I, like, I audibly gagged in <laughs> this room of, like, the most professional beer judges in the world. <laughs> <laughs> and I went, it was it was like it was so embarrassing several several people turned their heads and were just like what and at least my my co-judges on that panel were like oh yeah it's bad (laughs) i told you so is there any time like where you like look at a beer when you're judging and just say no i'm not tasting that like could you have done that with that one like or was that beer made that way for a specific oh reason? no 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 it wasn't made no, that would ever make a beer no. that way no, exactly. <laughs> never that's on like, purpose why so I could why wouldn't that, that just be turned, why wouldn't that. that just be turned away like right then yeah. and there when you noticed that it was because you well, want to give everybody an equal opportunity yeah. to try right. and as a judge it's well, kind of your they pay res- a lot of money to enter their beers and they want feedback and so and so it's not just like an elimination round Wait a minute. Yeah. How do you write down? <laughs> <laughs> I asked you write that down. That. Oh, yeah. How do I write that down? Big question. Because all the notes do go back to the, like, all the notes from all the right. judges do go who, back to the breweries. But they don't know who you are, though, right? No, it's thank all God. blind. Oh, thank yeah. God. Thank God. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know who they are, and they don't know who, yeah. but we know now. <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah. Have you ever, okay, so I'm sure this happens. Like, you, you, you're in the Pilsner category. And you're like, oh, this beer is not like a Pilsner, but it is amazing. Does that happen a lot? Yeah, that yeah. happens sometimes, and it's so tough because oh. you just have to write on their comment card, like, you should have entered it in this other category, <laughs> right. or, you know, maybe a specialty beer or something. You should have, you should have put uh, it in the but peach it's so schnapps good, category. But it's no. Not even beer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and they do have kind of catch all categories to try to accommodate oh, okay. those beers, but. But right. it doesn't always fit, and yeah. yet there are a lot of amazing beers that don't fit into the categories. And honestly, as a judge, it is frustrating to taste those beers and be like, "This should win some sort of award." Yeah. But that sucks. Yeah, so that's got to be the worst part. 
Well, it's really like, hard oh. even when you're submitting beers because if you're not making a beer to the style that you're going to submit it in, you're just making your beer. We literally, you literally yeah. have to rifle through all the style guidelines, be like, which category does this fit in oh, okay. the most? How much does it cost to submit? A beer to GBA, GBF. What, you know, roundabout. It depends on if you're a member or not. Um, yeah. And I forget. I think there's a. I, I'm not. A scale, but you know, it's um, it's like a hundred bucks or something. I don't. I don't know. Oh, a hundred dollars. That's why the guy's like, ah, it's sludge, but whatever, hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds terrible, though. That sounds well, like the worst thing ever. Well, you know, um, things age differently in a bottle too. That it's like true. maybe yeah. when they bottled it, it was totally fine. Yeah. Right. Maybe clean the bottle. No idea like that. that the infection no idea. was yeah. gonna take it That's over. The thing. Maybe their their brewing process is perfect, but their bottling line is dirty. Exactly. Wow. Um, but also like. That's when you take them aside. You're like, hey man, <laughs> hey, your house you life clean is your perfect, bottles, man. but your woman life is dirty bro (laughs) unfortunately i think what happens in those situations is they do taste it later but they've already sent the beer jbf yeah and then what do you do you recognize it after you've sent it out yeah and then you're like oh man so i've heard that light is like one of the worst things beer can ever uv light do you know why no. No, I don't. <laughs> but I, but I, I do want to know, and I, and I brought this up for a special reason. But uh, what, what's what's Is it because why? your beer is tasting no. funky right now? No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm going to throw someone under the bus. <laughs> okay, so... Um, oh, you're going to my beer under I, the bus. I <laughs> <laughs> see. Billy, Billy likes Miller High Life, and it comes in a clear bottle. I love Actually, it. Actually, Miller High Life Wait, is an exception to this rule. How so? Okay, so... So... It's hops. Hop yeah. oils get in the beer, and sunlight reacts with them and creates literally the same chemical that skunks spray. Yeah, it's the same Skunky chemical. Beer. And um, somehow Moosehead does it out of the out of the gate. And you know what? When Just you kidding. have when you buy a Heineken or a Corona, you almost expect that skunky flavor yes. because oh, yeah, it's part yeah. of it. It's in called the like United the import flavor. That's weird because that's like in the United States. When you're in Europe, it doesn't taste that way. No, it does not, not at all. No, they put it in those green bottles, yeah. which and those clear bottles, which uh, obviously more sunlight or or even even uh, fluorescent light from a cooler. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't even have to be in the sun. But seriously, put any of these beers out in the in direct sunlight for Done. like a minute, Done. and it'll taste like a skunk. Yeah, it, it takes. I didn't realize it actually produced the same oil. But Miller came up with something amazing and they came up with a hop additive that did not react with sunlight that way. Weird, okay. So Miller High Life champagne of beers by the way. <laughs> That's your trademark. Yeah. Um, they actually don't have that issue so they can put their beer in the clear bottles and oh. it doesn't have that skunky flavor and uh I do enjoy me some Miller High Life occasionally. Oh, oh man. Thank you. Thank you. Well, talk about your all-time backfires. <laughs> that is an ultimate backfire. He's well, ready to talk smack, but then I was like, listen. I like to... You're talking about my beer? No. All right. Well, it's very happen. different, so I like to think about things in beer geek levels. Yeah. I've had this conversation with Silas quite a bit. Um, you reach a certain beer geek level where, like, vloggers are amazing. And, and then <laughs> nice. you start to realize, like, how hard it is to make an American lager that clean yeah, right. consistently. Yeah. And then, like, then, scale. yeah, so you start off being like, screw those guys. 
screw the big guys. They're awful. And you're like, how do they do that? Yeah, and then you're like, why do they so consistent? And then and then when you delve further into it, like my experience as a lab manager is all the protocols I use, they developed. Right. You're, you're you taking, know, yeah, you're, they you're, have the best chemists and yeah. biologists and all and like, of that. And so. like you said, like just remaining consistent yes. is the hardest that part. That is the hardest thing to do. Yeah. Because your beard tastes the same every time I have it. That's oh, thank gotta you. Be, that's got to be a skill. <laughs> no, yeah. yeah. Thank you. Definitely. This is definitely being consistent. There's been other breweries. I will not name oh, yeah, them. Yeah. But I've had them. shouldn't. And it's just, it's been from one like six month difference to the next it's it's been it's such a huge difference where yeah. I've stopped drinking it for that point and then it's like alright it's been enough time to where now I can have that beer again it's like okay they got it back together again I, I, yeah. I can remember one particular brewery I'm not going to name them but there was like <laughs> just kind of but they would have like a different beer like every he has two or three months and it maybe it was the same beer but it's like it tastes different so we'll just call it something else yeah. right that, that's, that, that seems like it sometimes my my question is, I mean, well, we're getting close to the hour time, but I want I want to kind of do this. Everybody, I mean, we didn't all come from, you know, we we, we started somewhere that wasn't yeah. craft brewing. What is Cows. your favorite, huh? Cow judging. Cow judging. <laughs> well, that's not where I started drinking beer. That's where I started. That's where I learned about judging. Yeah. So my grandfather, like he, you know, he drinks the worst. Oh, your sign fell down. He drinks the worst beer possible. Um, which is? And my thing, oh, everything. Still oh, Reserve. Oh, he's drinking Still Reserve now. Well, oh, hey, it's got oh. a higher ABV. And I, I go I mean, home to he's older, he's 80, whatever. He's 89 years old drinking Still Reserve. <laughs> Colt and I was 45. like, holy crap. <laughs> but I mean, my favorite thing about like his beers growing up was like I'd always read the slogans on the cans. And I still love that. Yeah. What are your favorite slogans on the cans of beer like when you were like, you know, come, you know uh, from all time? Champagne of beers, I already Champagne said. Champagne of beers. Yeah. Right. I always Classic. wondered what the banquet beer meant. See, I always wonder what the beer <laughs> of champagne mean? is. Which one's the which one's the champagne which one's the beer of champagnes? Mm. Yeah. It's the champagne of beers. I'm here to tell Monica the the, the story of the Coors and how it became the banquet beer. Um, okay. So at the turn of the century, the the miners and the, the, the folks who were drinking the the Coors out in the out, out in the sticks out in Golden um at the end of the shift, they would all uh, go to the, the local bar because there's nothing else to do but drink. You mine all day, then go drink. And they uh, they they colloquially called it uh, their banquet. Oh, so I didn't know that. Join us for the join us for the banquet every oh. day, every, the nightly banquet. So wow. the Coors became the banquet beer. Okay. And that's okay. the, that's how that's how that's 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 the story. Know, I <laughs> the old timey. I got an official miner over here. Can you can you back that up, miner? Yeah, I got a mine. Nice. I got I, I got a, a plan in the, in the audience. <laughs> got an official got an official miner to back up that story. So that's true. Well, I, I always wondered that as well. I never knew that. Like, like mine, like coal miner, not mine, like not not under twenty one miner. I mean, like coal miner. I did not bring eighteen year olds over there in the house. Give me yeah. a shout out. No. I mean, so, this 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 might be a second hour question, but are oh. we doing the uh, the first beer for everybody? Yeah, yeah, we'll do that second hour. Okay. So, what other what other what other slogans did you guys like? I'm uh, a big yeah. fan of uh, Schlitz. What's just, Schlitz? Just a kiss, 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 of, the kiss of the hops. Yeah, just a kiss, kiss of, of the hops. hops. Yeah, I know. No, yeah. have you had, okay, question about Schlitz though. Did you try the when they came back out with the original 1967 like, formula? Did you try that? 
I tried the formula that cost uh, eight dollars a twelve pack. Yeah. That, well, so so apparently right. what happened was is they refound the original original formula. Oh, hold on. We'll get there. We'll we'll do questions second hour. <laughs> okay. right. and they found the original formula and they re. Uh, they said I don't know. Was it good? Yeah. Yeah, it was probably I liked down it. in a basement somewhere. Yeah, they said they found it in the basement. And they pulled it back out. And they and pulled it back out, and they re-issued re- yeah. it. And I and it was like seven ninety nine, like a six-pack, and I thought it was amazing, actually. I was like, oh, wow. And my favorite, uh, old-timey, especially old-timey, is Olympia. Ah. It's the water. And I'll tell you why. Because yeah. if someone's like, this is gross. Yeah, it's the water. Yeah. <laughs> or if someone's like, this is great. Yeah, it's, it's, the, it's the water. water. Yeah. It goes either way, right? I actually have a friend who uh, took a photograph of their old staging area. Yeah. And uh, I bought a print of it that I have in my house from Olympia's old. Oh, no uh, kidding. Yeah. What? Their That's old awesome. See, my grandfather place. would be. I just remember yeah. when I was a kid, my grandfather would, uh, I don't remember which beer it was, he would pull the, the, the top off and it had the little, like, you had to figure out the puzzle. Yeah. On the cap. Oh, that's Mickey's. Mickey, no. Nah, well, Mickey's does uh, a form of it, but it wasn't Mickey's. It, I can't remember. And I remember the pull tabs when I was a kid. So oh, pull tabs. Yeah, pull there's tab. those yeah. too. Okay. But my grandfather would like look at it mm. and have like an eye for eye, you know, all that stuff. But <laughs> I, I remember all that stuff. I mean, I've grown up around beer my whole life. When I was 12 years old, my mother... I, uh, my grandfather had a, a keg fridge, and we lived across the alley from him. And my mom's like, go get a pitcher of beer. And I, I got this much beer and this much foam. And my mom goes, we're going to go back over to that house, and I'm going to show you how to pour a beer like a man <laughs> pours a beer. It's yeah. time. And it's you time. can ask Billy Belmont right here. I, I, I can pour a beer. He can pour I like a beer. The mom. thing is, uh, <laughs> my mom taught me. Uh, I had a problem with pouring uh, Miller High Life into a, like a, like a pint glass. Yeah. And so I would get super head all the time. So Chris was die- on his deathbed. I was sick. I was sick as a dog, but I would not have this happen. <laughs> and so, so it's like, oh, man, because I, I was really big into drinking out of glasses at that point, uh, whereas I can't drink Miller High Life from a 40 like a, like a normal person. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it was like, God, I, I can't, I can't uh, pour this beer. And he's like, from his I get deathbed. Up my deathbed. I'm like, give me the beer in the glass. And so on his side, he just pours. <laughs> and it was. And there's like this much yeah. head. I was like, there, that's industry standard. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I learned that when I was like 12. I just watched my dad, and I'm like, you just. I yeah. figured out how to pour a beer by myself. So I was like, how did you know how to do that without getting so much head? I'm like, this way? It was. Yeah. I watched you do I st- that. I still I don't watch. know. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I've not worked enough I behind still, the bar. And, and I still have my bucket list beers. I want to have some old style. I want some uh, Natty Bow, National Bohemian. Mm. Very, very That's you know, old style. Very regional, very regional. <laughs> and uh, they're hard to find. I mean, I've had Lone Star. Lone Star's regional. Yeah. So, right on. I want to, I wanna, yeah, so let, let's end this first hour and let's take a, you know, a 10 minute break maybe. Yeah. And, Sounds uh, good. And I want to I I thank everybody here at Santa Fe Brewing and uh, thank the crowd that, that that's here for listening. Thank you. So the second hour, yeah. we will open up the panel for yeah, man. for for questions. Yes, yeah. and I'm really ex- I'm really excited for the uh, discussion on our very first beer. Yes, we'll talk about that in the next hour. Um, 
And so, yeah, I guess we're not going to, we won't do any kind of like, yeah, whatever. So anytime you want to check out the show, we usually, we, this time of the show, we usually talk about like what we have coming up. And oh, yeah, over. we're not going to But we'll skip that this time because this is your show uh, here at Santa Fe Brewing at the Green Jeans Farmery. And I would like to, I would also like yeah, to talk a little bit about, beer. I'd like to also talk about this facility as well. That's, you know, that's coming up in the second hour, so don't leave. Uh, if you have to go get a rock and taco, you know they'll bring it up to you. Don't worry. So <laughs> it's not a big deal. Um, do we have uh, some music we can play? Bocadillos is pretty good. What's that? Bocadillos. No music. Nah, don't worry about it. They got music here. Okay. So we'll do that. Uh, if you ever want to check out our show, we are Ten Drink Minimum. We do our live show usually on Sunday nights from six to eight p.m. at tendrinkminimum.com. Um, you can go on our website, add us on all the cool social media. Uh, what, what is your guys' website? What, uh, what do you guys SantaFeBrewing.com. SantaFeBrewing.com. Um, all the beers were amazing. Uh, try the lemon, say, the lemon, what? Skinnerd. Santa Fe Gold is my favorite. Bye, guys. <laughs> Santa, Fe Santa Fe No Brown. But uh, I want to thank the guys for letting us be here. We are 10 Drink Minimum. Thank you.